Welcome back to Justice Rankings, where you can come for justice, but stay for the league! I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hey, it's Kenny Radorski. It's been like three weeks since, we were, since we've recorded and all the things have happened. You? Yes. You I, go ahead. I, you I, go ahead. I, I don't even Tell know what to talk about. I for, know what you should talk about. Did, I mean, <laughs> do we want to start with the good news or do we want to start with the bad news? Bad news first, then things are good. Uh, RSVP, Arlene Sorkin, voice of Harley Quinn, the character that broke the Anthony meter. Yes. Passed away at 62, 67? Young. It was, yeah. Way too young. Very, yeah, very much too young. I was telling Kenny I thought we should do a special episode like we did for Kevin Conroy, but I was looking at her IMDb, and it looks like the major thing that she did other than DC animated stuff she was apparently a regular on Days of Our Lives yeah. for like 20 years. Yeah. I don't know if the IMDb is just crazy or what, no, I mean, but you know, it. well, you know, it, it'll say the name of the series and then how many episodes they were in. Yeah. And it says, maybe I'm just reading it wrong. It says Days of Our Lives, like 4,000 episodes. I mean, it's every day. I, yeah. I mean, it is every day and it's been going for... X amount of years. <laughs> so, before we were born, I think. Yeah, pretty sure. So... Yeah. Maybe. Maybe 70s? Maybe uh, before then? Uh, I don't know. Quite possibly. Not a, not a scientist are, of a soap opera. Yeah, that's a different scientific specialization. If you know of a good podcast that we can listen to to educate ourselves, yeah. do, if they rank Days of Our Lives, either... You know that would be rough. Oh my god! <laughs> imagine, imagine reading that oh, list every every no, episode. <laughs> but you know, uh, clue us in Anchor.fm/slash/batrankings. Find that. Uh, leave us a voice message and you know, give us the elevator pitch of your Days of Our yeah. Lives podcast. Sure. Yeah. I why not? I know <laughs> people sleep with each other, and there's there's wild uh, people get kidnapped and they, uh, yep. sometimes and then they're die and then come back. They're, and, they're, are they clones? Do I, yeah, you every, guys might. Everybody's got amnesia all the time, Dude, as far so, as I know. Soap operas, they got some pretty wild storylines. <laughs> My not, understanding. Not too, not, I mean, our DC universe is pretty wild. But... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of wild things that happen to me, yeah, Kenny's been sitting on this for like the last five episodes, and finally we can talk about it. I got a ring on my finger. I got engaged. I want to marry you. Proposed, <laughs> proposed to my lovely girlfriend. She came and visited. It's one of the reasons why we haven't recorded for so long. Yeah, I was having sex. <laughs> <laughs> Celebratory sex. It's the best kind. I, it's it's up there. And, and now that you're engaged, no one will frown at you or, or, or snub you or turn their nose. Exactly. I can just flash the ring and say it's okay. God says it's all right. Yeah. We 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 did it. You know. <laughs> Or rather, we plan to do it in like a year or two, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she came to visit, and and uh, my my sister and and all her kiddos came over, and they I say hi, my the littlest nephew uh, Parker, the one who's all into Link to the Past and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I say Parker, do you remember Brandy? That's my ex girlfriend. What? Yeah, ever since I put a ring on her finger, she wants me to call her some F word. <laughs> <laughs> Something in French. I don't know what it means. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, we had fun teasing the kiddos. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. We woke. So she calls me. We've our, our rings are engraved with our little pet names for each other. Mine says sunshine. Noise. She has synesthesia. That's the thing where you your senses get mixed up in your brain 
It's a right. neurological condition. It can express itself in different ways. In her case, she sees sound. As, okay. like, colors. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's a quirk. Like, if it's, some people have it, like, super, super serious to where, like, if it's too loud in the room, you can't see with your eyes. She doesn't have it that bad. Like, she can, like, you know, she can drive with the radio on. It's yeah. fine. Like, she sees the colors, but it doesn't impede her normal vision vision. But she says that my voice, to her, takes on the color of a sunset in Papago Park in Phoenix, which is where she used to live. Okay. So I tried to, I, I couldn't quite make it, tried to pick her up. Uh, her flight was just late enough that I couldn't quite get her to Papago Park by sunset. Got it. So I said, all right, all right, sunrise, sunrise, we'll do this. So I wake her up the next morning, and, you know, I haven't told her why, but, I mean, she knows it's coming, she just doesn't know when. The proposal, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, let's make love tonight. (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. I don't want to get her out there. I don't want to, you know, to get her out there too early and then be sitting there, like, silently in the car at the, you know, when it's still super dark out. Like, I want to get her out there right at sunrise. So I'm trying to time it. I'm waking her up all gently and, like, yeah, I thought we would go watch the sunrise. Okay. You just get up. Just get some coffee. Oh, I got a splinter. Do you have tweezers? Can we stop someplace for tweezers? I'm like looking at my watch like, oh, no. (laughs) And and I say, well, you know, it's it's not a big deal if we don't make it by sunrise. It was just a thing I was going to do. But, you know, God proposes. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) That's all. God proposes, man disposes. No, man proposes. Whatever the saying was, I, I, I Freudian slipped the word proposes. Yeah. <laughs> and I did not get her out to the park. Uh. I, I got her outside the Airbnb. We did watch the sunrise. I got down on one knee and I did the whole thing. And it was kind of like lightly sprinkling. And, and I get up and we turn around and there is a rainbow behind us. Yeah. I shit you not. That's my proposal story. That's good. <laughs> and good stuff. Yeah. So what did you do? See any good movies or... <laughs> <laughs> I did I, I saw Incubus came to Tucson? Yeah, oh, I, I saw them last week on Wednesday. It's one of uh, mine and Kenny's favorite bands yeah, from back in the day. They, they actually rolled into Tucson, not Phoenix, so that was kind of cool. I didn't yeah. have to drive an hour and a half to go see them. Nice. So I uh, saw them. Chad, Marcy, uh, Chuck was oh. there. He had big news. He's oh. going to be a daddy. Oh, uh, nice. They're expecting a little girl in January. So, awesome. Yeah. Everybody's got great yeah, news. Yeah. So I've I've got I don't know if it's great. I've got pretty good Justice League news. Hold what? on. I'll find it here. Should have pulled this up on the science machine beforehand. It's our it's our Justice League cold open bingo. I am four from a bingo two different ways. <laughs> So I'm going to give everybody your Justice League cold open bingo update. Woo! And by the way, you can play along. Uh, you guys at home, uh, go to bit.ly slash land of the blind. That's my Discord server in the Bat Rankings channel for the Bat Rankings family of podcasts. Nice. You can roll your own. <laughs> you can roll your own uh, uh, bingo card. But this is just mine that I'm playing this season two of Justice League. So we got... Um, in, in this cold open, I got Hawk Girl shows up. I've got Under or oh. on Top of the Sea. And all I need now is either 
we're on a butt plug, yeah. or science or military expo, and that'll be my bingo. <laughs> so so close, so close. Two different. Oh well. <laughs> oh well, but you know. But, hey, we got all season. I'm getting mm-hmm. at least one bingo this season. Oh, yeah. I might have rolled these bingo cards too easy. <laughs> but we watched Tabula Rasa today. Yes, and I had to look that up on Google. Because yes. it sounded like a cool name or a word. And so apparently it means like starting with a clean slate. Yep, it is Latin for blank slate, which, which is uh, what the android, what we're going to meet, is I, all about. I thought there was an X-Files episode called Tabula Rosa. Very there well is could not. Be. Oh, really? There is a episode that sounds very similar to it, and uh, according to the Reddit of all the X-Files fans, a lot of people are like, yeah, it's another Latin sound. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Oh, well. Different. <laughs> So, I, I don't know of a Star Trek episode named Tabula Rasa, but I'd be sort of surprised if there wasn't. I mean, with Next Gen, Deep Space Nine, and yep. Voyager, with those three, yeah. there's bound to be It covers a lot there. of ground, and then there's a bunch of others that aren't as good. But, you know, those three, <laughs> yeah. are, <laughs> I have a lot of respect. I want to say this. I have a lot of respect for Kirk and Spock and that whole thing. Yeah. The, without them, the shows that I love would not exist, so I did yeah, I, I, mean, I don't it's a want generation. Yeah, I don't want it to sound like I'm casting aspersions. It's not the Star Trek that I personally have nostalgia for, but it's perfectly good Trek. On the other hand, everything that came after Voyager can suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since that hack Kurtzman took over. I still have not watched Strange New World. I, you know or what? Strange New, this is Strange Strange New, New Worlds. Okay. Yeah. Everybody talks about. I've only watched one episode because by the time that one rolled around, I'm like. Okay, wow me. and Picard. Uh, Yeah, so bad. So I watched one episode, and it was clearly the wrong episode to watch because it was doing a... Did you ever see the DS9 one where they go back to the trouble with Tribbles? Yes. And they do, like, the Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's just a cute, fun, like... Yeah, so I watched... Uh, like just a cute fun homage to the classic Trek and and that was really cute they did an episode of Strange New Worlds that was like that it was they didn't do the Forrest Gump like taking the modern footage and splicing it with old footage but it was like a light remake of Balance of Terror which is a classic classic like when I say that TOS Star Trek is not the one that I have nostalgia for that episode I have watched and it holds up Super well. It's like a submarine movie in space. Oh, okay. Like like Crimson Tides or something. Yeah. It's real good. Hunt for the Red October. Um, so on a Trekkie Discord server I'm on, they did a double feature watch party where they showed Balance of Terror and then the Strange New Worlds episode that was based on it. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll get to watch at least one episode that I like, and I'll get to check out this new show that everybody tells me they finally did it. They finally got it right. Yeah. Like, okay. That was a bad way to introduce myself to that show because side-by-side with the old classic show just made me realize how much better the old classic show was. Yeah. it's And, like, so many tiny little touches they homage so directly in such a way that if you are a new viewer... You wouldn't catch all the tiny little references that you see when you're watching them back to back. So it's like, who is this for? Yeah. Because if you're a fan of the classic, it looks like shit compared to that. And if you're a new viewer, you're not going to catch all the member berries anyway. So why does this exist? Mm. All of which is to say, people say it's the good one. Go ahead and watch it. Maybe you'll like it. Someday I will. Someday. (laughs) 
but yeah, not not for me. Yeah, yeah. You know what's for me? Was that Justice League? Yeah, circle back around. Yeah. <laughs> so we open up. Uh, hot girls fighting Lex Luthor. I get to mark off my hot That's girl right. shows up. Luthor's bingo. back, kids. Oh, it's more Luthor. So much Luthor. Uh, Superman and Hot Girl are going toe to toe with him. Uh, felt bad for Hot Girl because Superman has to like swoop in and just tank a. Because you know Luthor is in his purple and green Lexo suit. He's shooting laser blasts at him. Superman has to swoop in and just tank a laser shot to protect Hot Girl. Yeah, and, and Hot Girl's like, I got this, and Superman's like. It's did, Lex, though. Did, did you, though? There's that, but the way he kind of deflected made it kind of cool. He's like, yeah, but this is my main villain. Yeah. <laughs> See, you go fight one of your main villains. Oh, wait, you don't got none. Oh, no. It's, this guy's mine. So yep. into the into the fight, uh, lots of punching is happening. Yep. And in the punching, uh, Lex gets injured. Yep. Hot girl uh, hucks her mace into the chest plate of his... Lexo suit and crushes a big hole in it that lets Superman get in there with the eye lasers and Lex has to beat a hasty retreat and remember he's still got the cancer blood poisoning yes because the kryptonite so he's still real weak and sickly so to escape he damages a fancy uh, like cruise ship out yep. by the the docks there's rich people they're dancing and enjoying their rich time but all of a sudden the boat's sinking and Superman and Hot Girl have to save the people. Yep, so that's what distracts them. And I'm over here thinking, like, no one of you could handle this. Yeah. Like, there's, it's why we have a whole team now. <laughs> and also, we're going to cut from this to the cold open, or to the opening credits. When we come back, Batman and the whole team are going to be there. Like, really? You couldn't spare one person to, ta- yeah. to tail Lex? But they don't. Yeah. And Lex uh, shows up at the, the LexCorp offices where since... You know, he is now a fugitive from the law. Uh, the new CEO of LexCorp is Mercy Graves. That's right. Have mercy. <laughs> she grew her hair out. Yep. She doesn't look all tough anymore. She looks like a business lady. Yep. And she does uh, business things. Yeah, she's talking on the phone saying, I don't care what Lex would have done. This is my company now. You do it the way I say. That's right. And Make I don't money. I don't even recognize her as Mercy at first because... Lex goes in, he's all weak, and he says, Mercy. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, oh, this is their cute little, like, that's the name of the lady that used to be his, and she thinks he's asking for the abstract concept of Mercy, but he's yeah. really asking for the specific person. No, this is Mercy Graves right here. Yep. Her character design has changed so much, I didn't recognize yeah, her for a while. Yeah, she looks a little bit more feminine, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, uh, she's not going to help him. Yeah. Lex is like, help me. And she goes up to him and basically says, remember all that shitty stuff I had to do for you? And I took over the company because you were going to go to jail. And I, I've done all these things for you. Well, guess what? I'm going to keep it. Yep. And Lex says, well, no, you're not. Because I'm going to choke you with my big mechanical choking hand of my suit. He still has enough strength to choke a bitch. Is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? Yep. <laughs> so he says... Where's Dr. Ito? Ito? Uh, Ivo. Ivo. That's yes. right. Ivo. Ivo Robotnik. There we go. Do- <laughs> Where's Dr. Robotnik? <laughs> yes. Where is he? I need his help. Mercy says, well, I fired him. Uh, we needed to make more money, and so I let him go. God damn it. Uh, well, he's still got his lab in Malibu. You could probably find him there. Okay, I'm going to go do that. 
Yes. So he leaves, leaving Mercy kind of like, well, that was shocking. Yep. Yeah. And uh, as he goes to Dr. Ivo's... Uh, oh, wait. We forgot Martian Manhunter has a side... Uh, yeah, he has a whole side. So we're <laughs> we're cutting back and forth between the the Lex plot and the Justice League trying to figure out what to do. The rest of the leagues come in. They save the cruise ship, but they lost track of Luthor. They're sweeping the city, and Superman says, "Hey, hey, JJ, you got um, you got the Martian brain powers, right? What if you use those to find Lex?" And JJ's like, "I don't know. I'm just trying to search through a whole city. That sounds real hard. I've never tried anything that big before." And once the gate is open, it may be hard to close. I like that. But fuck it. Why not? What what could possibly go wrong? So he flies up into the air, opens up his psychic bond to the entire city. Of, I'm guessing Metropolis, maybe. Yeah, probably. It's, it's got Lex. Lex there. Actually, so. yeah, Lex, LexCorp headquarters is there. So probably Metropolis. Probably Metropolis. So it's like the New York City of the DC Comics. Yep. And all those voices start hitting in in his brain hole. Yup, it's it's too much. He can't take it. He's like screaming, like no, too many voices in my brain. And a, a lot of the voices are not like anything big. He doesn't hear like murders going down, yeah. but just like low grade people being kind of shitty to each other. You know, talking about dating, yeah. not having enough money, uh, the job promotion, yeah. just lack of. There's, you know, the meme where the, the couple's in bed and the, the lady's thinking, yeah, I bet he's thinking, thinking of other women. Yeah. There's there's a bit like that. It's a man and a woman walking across the street together and she's thinking, I just want him to love me. Why doesn't he love me? And the man's thinking, I bet she'd look good in vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cute. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, you, you know, I, I remember I had one day when I was working a, a job that was kind of rough and there was this couch in the basement of the building that I worked at where I would go and take a little 10-minute nap during my 15-minute break if I was having a rough day. Yeah. Just this old shitty couch way down in the records department where it was always quiet and dark and cool. And I went down there one day, and for some reason, people were having a big party there. And it's like, I mean, I don't own this couch. This is my, this this my spot. spot, you know? Yeah. And just... You ever get that, just the sound of human voices? It's like, no, I yeah. want to be alone right now. That's yeah. what J.J.'s doing right now. Yeah, yeah. It feels so, real shitty. Uh, uh, the the Justice League is kind of trying to get a hold of him. Uh, and he's like, no, I don't want to talk to nobody. And he throws away his communicator and he heads off into a forest. Yep, uh, reverts to his natural Martian form and not his weird-ass half-Martian form that for some reason makes people trust him. It's marginally <laughs> less alien than <laughs> his... Alien suit that he wears when he fights crime. His head is slightly less pointy, but it's, he's going full pointy head again. It would still be nightmare fuel for many a child. Yes. <laughs> Although not the child uh, in this episode, but that's yes. later. Yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, Lex has gotten to uh, Dr. Robotnik's lab, mm -hmm. only to find that Dr. Robotnik is a corpse. He, <laughs> they throw this in there. Apparently he was a smoker, and he died of smoking. Yup. Because in the early 2000s, uh, smoking was still pretty popular. Yeah, Not but so don't do it. Now. Yeah, now everybody's vaping, and now I'm sure... vaping's the thing. I'm yep. sure we'll find out that that's horrible. Probably is, but, but uh, you it's, know... <laughs> it's marginally better than yeah. actually setting fire to plant matter. Yeah. So, anyway... So he had died, and there was a being there, uh, a creation... Yes. An android. Yes. 
that he had created, and it's been keeping an eye on him. His dead body. He is called in the credits and in the uh, subtitles, Amazo. Yes. Also, in one shot later on, we see the blueprints, and they are labeled Amazo, but they always just call him the Android, because Amazo is a real dumb comic book-ass name. I had never heard... There is... Amazo's in the Batman movie uh, that I really like. Fuck. Under the Red Hood. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but that's the only other time I've seen Amazo. Yeah, I, I, I guess he is a classic comics character. But in this one, speaking of Star Trek, he is voiced by Star Trek's own Robert Picardo, the Doctor from Voyager. Nice. A.K.A. the character that no- Voyager non-fans still like. Yes. Because he is... I never would have caught it in a million years with my naked ears, but I, uh, <laughs> I saw it in the credits. <laughs> uh, he... He can uh, look at people and kind of mimic them. Yeah, he's got... Um, so he's he's built in that, like, Bruce Tim triangle shape, broad shoulders, narrow waist. Uh, but he scans Lex, and it, he's all, like, silver. And he's got, like, T-1000 shape-shifting powers. He momentarily morphs his face into the general shape of Lex's face. Yeah. And kind of like, hey, dude, what's up? Is uh is Daddy ever gonna wake up? Cause I miss my Daddy and he's been sleeping for a long time. Uh, so Lex, uh, I guess he kind of figures out where he can use this to his advantage. He says, "Your your dad's dead. He's never waking up." But I'm his friend. Yeah, and I'm totally gonna help take care of you. I'm I'm basically your new uncle Lex. Big <laughs> hugs, but there's downside. I'm real sick. It's very yeah. sad, and also I need fuel. Don't worry about how that works with me being sick. Just go get fuel from factories, please. Yes. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah, whatever you say, man. I'm I'm the proverbial tabula rasa of this episode. I, I don't know you from Adam, but fuck it. Yeah. You, you seem cool. I'll do whatevs. So goes to get uh, a rod of fuel. Yep. From some factory or lab. Uh, Justice League shows up. As, as they would be wont to do. Yep. And, There's uh, a fight. Yep, it's, uh, he encounters Hawkgirl first, and she gets a good couple of licks in, because he's, you know, he's busting up guards. Uh, they're, they're firing their sidearms at him, and it's just pinging right off. Hawkgirl takes a couple swings with her mace, and he does his little scanny scan and says, Oh, that's cool. What if I had wings and a mace? Yeah, now I do. So he, T-1000, uh, makes metal wings in a, in a mace and he goes toe to toe with the aqua oh, with the aqua lady <laughs> with the aqua girl the aqua, aqua lady, lady. <laughs> uh, so yeah he, he kind of kicks her ass flies away with the uh, with the canister and flies back to Lex and Lex is like oh yeah I should have told you about them these guys are jerks and I would like you to visit murders upon them please good android yeah yeah. And now keep in mind, he's doing this in a way that is like, I'm your dad and I yeah. love you. You've got to do this for daddy. You got to imagine Clancy Brown's sultry voice. Yeah. Telling, he's not saying, let's be evil together and do murders. He's saying, no, I'm, I'm the good guy. He's, and they're very bad people and they want to do bad things to me. And then I would be forever asleep like your daddy. And then you'd have no one in this world. But if you take care of them for me, then we can be happy and good together forever, and it'll be lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And the robot has a mind of a child, so sure, I'll do what this new daddy says. Yep. Uh, Soups and Batman go, you know, Lex is in town. Who might he be in contact with? Let's go talk to Mercy. Mercy's not giving him anything. She was talking that good shit 
to Lex's face about, fuck you, I'm the CEO now, you're a dick, get out of here. But she's not giving the Justice League anything to work with either. She's like, nope, haven't heard from him. I'll let you know if he calls. Yep. Yep. Uh, so she does go to Dr. Ivo Robotnik's lair. Yep. And she, says, hey, But ba- first, first she tries to call on the phone. Oh, that's right. Batman with his smart Batman brain. I like it. <laughs> I love the image of Batman and Superman sitting in the cockpit of the Batmobile. I think Superman's even drinking coffee yeah. like a beat cop on a stakeout. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Batman traced her phone. He sees the call. He's like, oh, yeah, that guy? Yeah, I know him. He's used to work for LexCorp. He's probably headed to the lab really in Malibu. Really hedgehogs, likes rings. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he was real fat for a while and yeah. then real skinny when he was played by uh, by Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, he varies. We call him Eggman sometimes, Robotic yeah. other times. Yep. So it's a thing. <laughs> but, uh, yep, so Mercy does go to, to visit Lex in the lab, and it's we've seen this song and dance before. It's abusive ex-boyfriend shit. He's like, yeah, you come back, you always know what's good for you. And yep. she's like, ah, you're not good for me. Oh, yes, I, you know, <laughs> that old song and dance, like yep. you said. Yep. But this is, this, this episode has, I never felt bored. I never felt like it dragged, but there's really not a whole lot of plot to this one. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of setup. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Amazo has to go. I was kind of fuzzy on this plot point. He has to go, I guess, get Lex something else that he needed, or he's out there busting up cops again for some I think reason. He's trying to lure the Justice League out so that he can fight him and kill him for his daddy. That makes sense. I think. Yeah, I, I, that makes a lot of sense. So Wonder Woman, uh, Flash, and Hawk Girl uh, decide to, to to go take down this android, but. That's turns out that's a real bad idea. Yeah, because he does his scanny scan, and now he's got Flash's super speed, and he's got Green Lantern's ring powers, and he kicks all their asses and bashes them into a billboard for cola. Yeah, not not soda, not cola. What the f- is that? It's bullshit. It's some yeah, it is. And and, and we w- we will be factoring this in come the science segment. <laughs> yeah. Jeez Louise, Soder's been a part of this franchise for years. I know. You're gonna, gonna, gonna let the classics die on the vine Bullshit like that? Is what it is. Anyway, <laughs> they're, they're all getting their asses kicked, and Green Lantern's getting on the radio to Superman, not, well, saying, hey, we're getting our asses kicked, but don't come help, because if you do, he'll copy your powers too, and then we're really fucked. And Superman says, what if I did the opposite of that, though? He's there immediately. <laughs> Almost immediately yep. the next scene, he's there. <laughs> Specifically told not to help. Yep. Shows up. Yep. And I'm expecting... So he's he's not a total idiot. He uh, gets he gets uh, the android by surprise. And before the android has a chance to see him, he gets like a piece of rebar, like a big metal plank, and bends it around his eyes to make like a makeshift super strength blindfold. Yeah. Now, I'm expecting the the android to just... Because we've seen him do this. When he was breaking into the first factory, he scans one of the guard's handprint to get yes. through the scanner. Mm-hmm. And he, like, morphs a whole new hand with the proper handprint. I'm expecting him to just T-1000 morph some eyes on his nipples or something. Eh. But he doesn't. No. 
what he does do is just rip the rebar off. It's like... Yeah, there's a, there's a punch fest, but it ultimately does rip it off. Yep. And our big end of part one cliffhanger is he does get a clear look at Superman. He does his T-1000 scan and sort of morphs to be slightly more muscular and have a, a silhouette of the S-shield on his chest. And it's like, fuck, what are we going to do now? To be continued. Luckily, R- Batman's got an idea. Well, if he's got Superman's strength... What if he got Superman's weaknesses? He, he, he's always got kryptonite on him. Yep. For every occasion. Yep. And he goes up to Amazo and he's he says exactly that line. You've got Superman's weakness. Here, look at this. Oh, no. Amazo doesn't like that. So he jumps in the sewers and swims away. Mm-hmm. Hawk Girl says, you keep that with you all the time? And Batman says, well, yeah. Remember when Superman was mind controlled and took over the Earth <laughs> for a little while? Because, Yeah. You all are idiots for not doing the same Don't thing. Don't without it. You want some kryptonite? I'll, I'll pass this shit around like party favors. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm Batman. So we all need to split up, look for Amazo. Flash doesn't want to go in the sewer, though. He books it out of there. He's like, ow! You don't understand. I, I can't go down there. I hate sewers. They smell like poo gas. Yes, I don't want no poo gas. <laughs> yeah, so everybody, let's split up, gang. Wonder Woman's going to go look for JJ because they still don't know what his deal is. Yeah, he... he still in the forest he's still he, he's apparently the, all the voices it's so negative that he himself feels like yeah. like why should i even help humanity because humanity sucks yep he's he's having a little inner monologue he's talking to a wolf in the forest mm-hmm. who's just palling around with him he says man you got the right idea you get hungry you eat a rabbit you yeah. don't, don't bullshit anybody about it you're gonna kill that rabbit yeah. for me you know, the natural way. Fuck it's it. It's when you watch too much uh, news and you, yeah. you just kind of get in a bad mood. That's essentially what happened to JJ. Yeah, I mean, I imagine it's worse when literally everyone you've ever known or loved is dead. Yeah. I, I bet it's real easy. To, it's it's Honestly, it's a surprise he's not like this all the time. Right. I'd be fucking depressed. Yeah. So I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. I'd want to go pal around with a wolf. But he also encounters out there in the woods... A bunch of people from some rural town, they're, they've got a search party searching for a lost child. Yes, they're calling out her name. No tracks, no sign of clothing. So they just keep looking in the forest. Now, J.J.'s hiding behind some rocks, yep. and he hears that. And I guess that kind of... I don't know if he's it sparks a moment for him to help. Yeah, but we're going to come back to that. But yeah, he's kind of getting into their heads. And, you know, before he was hearing all the negative things about humanity, now he's hearing a bunch of people saying to themselves, this sucks, we're going to be out here all night. But fuck it, we got to find this girl. If that was my baby girl, yeah, then, then I'd want people to help me. So, you know, we got to all pull together and, and, and be good people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what's going down over there. In the meantime... I believe Amazo goes back to Robotnik's lair. Yep, this is a lot of... Oh, yeah, he goes back to Robotnik's lair, but he's laying back in the cut, because in the meantime, uh, Green Lantern, Flash, and I think Wonder Woman also had... No, Wonder Woman went after JJ. Must have been Hawk Girl with them. Uh, goes off to Robotnik's lair. They're like, well, that's probably where Lex is. Yeah, that's right. But because Mercy tipped Lex off that they'd be coming for him, he left a booby trap there. Big explosion. Take a shot. Yes. But they they managed to recover some of the some of the blueprints, some of the data. They're like, sweet. Maybe we can find a Death Star weakness. Yeah. And they look through the blueprints and the plans, and they say, fuck. There's no exhaust port. There's no. There's not like a flashing weak spot where we can make him explode just by pissing on him. Right. Right. Fuck it. This Damn. sucks. Damn it. 
But Lex knows the weak spot. Yeah, it's a thing that kind of looks like a cigarette lighter. Yep. <laughs> Apparently, you click the button and it makes your head explode. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, Mazo manages to find where Lex got off to with his super hearing that he absorbed from Superman because Mercy had helped Lex find an old safe house, lead shielding so that Superman can't see it, but Amazo hears him because he gets mad and yells at Mercy at one point. Yeah. He shows up and he's... You, and you can tell he's starting to learn he's not quite the blank slate he was before because amongst all the superpowers and amazing abilities he absorbed, he also absorbed Flash's unfortunate way with women. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> says something to Mercy. Yeah, Remember? just, hey, hey good looking. Tits yeah. or something like that. <laughs> so, oh, boy, Flash, God damn it! And then uh, he also says, uh, Lex tells him to you know go out and kill and he says, you know, he says no. Yeah, like he's, a teenager. He's like, nah. Yep, or, or even like a toddler. He says, why? Yeah. Why, why though? <laughs> and Lex gets sneaky and does like the reverse psychology. He says, no, you know what? You're right. You've grown beyond the need to kill. You're a big boy now. I'm just going to sit here and, and, and die of my blood poisoning. And you go off and be happy. And, and you know what? It's better this way. Okay. I'll murder the Justice League. <sighs> Jeez. So, uh, he heads on out. Yep. Uh, this, I think this is where we go back to JJ and he, like, completes his little, maybe humanity is pretty right. good all Finds after the girl, all. Yep. but he puts himself in a superhero Martian look. Yep. Just less spooky. Yep. <laughs> Finds the girl, takes her to the mob. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the search party is... It, I'm not sure how public knowledge J.J. is supposed to be at this point. You would think, like, people know who the Justice League is. Uh-huh. But these people are not acting like they've ever, like, they know who J.J. is. And it's not like there's a bunch of other Martians around. But they're like, fuck, this dude's all green. That's weird. But you brought back our darling girl. You're all right, buddy. And yeah. he kind of regains his faith in humanity again. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman finds him and gives him a big hug. And, by the way, Wonder Woman, you're getting the participation award today. Yeah. Look. I have one job on this lousy ship. It's stupid, but I'm going to do it, okay? Yeah, I was wondering, because you don't do shit. I mean, here's the thing. Most of them don't really do much at the end of the day, because Amazo's whole deal is that you can't stop him. He's got all your powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, up until the end, which we are getting to in a couple minutes here, most of them don't do much, but Wonder Woman did less than most. I don't think... I don't think Amazo even scans her and copies her abilities. Yeah. Like, she's there in a bunch of these scenes, mm. but, yeah. Mm. So, sorry. It's yeah. your turn. It's your turn, Diana. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, we do have a fight, and I believe Amazo and Lex at one point. Yeah, well, well, Wonder Woman and JJ are off having their Hallmark moment. Yeah, uh, Amazo's kicking the rest of the Justice League's asses, and Lex shows up. He's repaired his Lexo suit. They're double teaming everybody. They're kicking all their asses. It's going great. But then JJ shows up and everybody's like, no, f- JJ, get out of here. Yeah. He's going to get your shit too. And then we'll really be screwed. And JJ's like, I know. Check this out. He says, hey, buddy. Hey, we're not your enemy. What? You're not? Well, I'm going to scan you and find out. Oh, fuck. Now I got that Martian telepathy in my Android brain. Yep. And everybody's freaking out, like, now, now what's going to happen? But with the, with the Martian telepathy, 
Amazo reads Lex's mind and knows that he has the, the kill switch remote control that can blow up his head mm-hmm. and that he was lying to him the whole time about the Justice League yeah, being bad daddy. guys. Yeah. He's fuck. never friends with Dr. Robotnik. Yep. So Amazo grabs Lex. He's got him trapped in like a, a green lantern shell that's also like zapping him with electricity and torturing him. And now everybody's like, no, fuck, he's going to kill him. And JJ's still like, nope, nope, wait, just, just wait it out. Also, what do you think you're going to do to him? Like, realistically. <laughs> but JJ's right, because he kicks his ass for a while, but then lets Lex down, rips off his Lexo suit, and kind of looks around and says, you know what? Fuck humanity. You guys are small and stupid, and I don't like you, but you're not worth killing either. You're, you're like little bugs. So I'm going to go to space and and have a, a Dr. Manhattan existential Thank crisis. Thank you. God, yes, I was waiting. I <laughs> yep. wanted to text you because yep. when you gave your review the first episode, I, okay, good. Yep, yep. I was like, wait till you get to that trope at the end. Yep. It's, I've evolved past earthly possessions. <laughs> Maybe I'll make some of my own. And then, JJ gets a little line about, uh, you know, they're saying, where is he going? And JJ's like, oh, wherever gods go. Yeah. He's basically one of them's now. And Lex Luthor, he's laughing. He's like, you're not a god. He's like a machine, a toaster. He didn't do shit. <laughs> and they're like, you know, if he comes back, he'll probably be praying. Yep. Get it? Huh? Because he's like a god. You better be praying he doesn't come back. And he will come back at Justice League Unlimited. Oh, he does? He does. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That'll be uh, that'll be far in the future. Okay. In the meantime, we get one more cute little little end of the episode stinger where Mercy is is back in the CEO's office and Lex is calling her from jail saying, "I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Get me lawyers. Get me doctors." And she just hangs up on him without a word. Yep. She's finally broken free of her abusive ex boyfriend. Mm, for now. For now. <laughs> Unless we decide we want to reverse that yeah, later. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thus ends. Tabula Rasa. Yeah. Kenny, does this episode hold up? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it, I, I wouldn't put it at the top, but... It's it's a pretty basic story, but I was never bored. The action sequences are good. Uh, Robert Picardo's great. And also, I'm just a... I'm a sucker for... I, I know I know I'm going to about to make a new Star Trek reference, but I'm, I'm a sucker for a blank slate android. I'm a sucker okay. for a childlike android. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a, for a Lieutenant Commander Data. Yeah. So... It's 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 solid. It's okay. it's not breaking any new ground, but I think it's a solid episode. Okay. But should we see how solid? Yes. With science? I'm a disciple of science. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> and of course, we've got uh, our, our own adopted son, Reginald. Yes. Who's not, he's not such a blank slate anymore ever since he, he spent the hell year in prison and came back all jacked from the yeah, Time War. Oh, yeah, he's, he, I mean, he looks good. He really does. He must have. He must have been scanning some really jacked dudes in prison. Abs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're proud of you, boy, and we don't want you to do any murders today, but if you would be so kind as to boot up the science machine... Might as well put our lap coats on. And take our pants off! Woo! All right. We got a list of 14 episodes. I'm Here ready, you go. buddy. <clears throat> Secret Origins, where she wrote Savage Time, A Night of Shadows, and Black as Night, The Enemy Below, Twilight, Brave and the Bold, Paradise Lost, Legends of Justice for All, World War, Fury, Metamorphosis. Well done. Yeah! All right. Is Tabula Rasa better or worse than number 10, Legends? That was the Golden Age, right. Gardner Fox, 50s 
parallel universe Twilight Zone. I'm going to call this one better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think... I remember you really disliking that one. I didn't dislike it as much, but... It's I, it's not really the fault of it. There's a lot of multiverse storylines out right now at this particular time in 2023. Yeah. And I'm feeling a little... A little multiverse fatigue. Right. I feel Even you. my favorite comic book, Black Science. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I gave you one, uh, the trade, the first trade issue for one of your birthdays. So. I, I Many uh, moons ago. Yeah, it was a million years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I keep telling Sarah, like, I hope to God they don't make that a series or a movie because right now is not the time. We don't oh, need any yeah, more multiverse yeah. storylines, <laughs> alternate dimensions. It's 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 a wonderful comic book. I do recommend Black Science, written by Rick Remender, uh, drawn by Matteo Scalera. Mm-hmm. Wonderful series. I don't think I want to see it in live action now, though. Yeah, it's 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 crazy how these things go in waves because for a while there with the live action movies. For, for a couple of years there, it was all, oh, the superheroes are fighting each other. It's Civil War. It's yeah. Batman versus Superman. Got our toys out. All in the same year. And then a couple years go by. And now it's everybody's bringing out their multiverse stories. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. can DC and Marvel just, like, get together and agree, like, to stagger it? Like, yeah. okay, we're going to do multiverse this year. You get next year. And then we'll swap. Can we do that? No? No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But in this prime universe, is Tabula Rasa better or worse than number six, The Enemy Below? Arthur is talking to the fish. I'm going to go with the Aquaman one. Yeah, I think it's close. I think my my big problem with this episode is that it was repetitive. Like, even going through the plot summary, it really drove it home. The... <laughs> the android fights the Justice League. Not, then he talks to Lex. Then he fights the Justice League some more. He goes back and talks to Lex some more. Right. So, yeah. I, this would have been a fun one in the first season, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because, uh, not to say, repeat, uh, Lex Luthor, I'm getting a little tired of Lex Luthor, too. Yeah, he's he's starting to take on that, like, Metallo, right. Bane. Like, you just kind of bring him out. There he is again, folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. I'm Nothing gonna... against uh, uh, Mr. Brown. His oh, voice acting. Fantastic. You're doing, you know, wonders with your voice, sir. Yep. You keep doing what you're doing. It's just... It's a little too much of that character. Yeah, I, I think part of the problem, too, is that I think Lex is less interesting as a fugitive. Mm-hmm. I, I think the initial, like, oh, he's dying from blood poisoning, I think that was a cool idea. But as just a fugitive from the law, he's now he's just a mad scientist. Yeah. Like, he was always the most threatening when he was untouchable. You couldn't ever quite get anything to stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and as I recall, they do get back to that a little later, but... For right now... I mean, in some storylines, he becomes the president. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm trying to remember if they actually do that in this continuity. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure he does manage to get the charges cleared later. Okay. But I forget if he goes <laughs> if he goes full-on Trump with it. Well, I do know it's Tim Daly and uh, uh, Kevin Conroy that did the voices for... Uh, it was called... Public Enemies! Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So if we're giving it to Enemy Below, in that case, is bumping down one. Is this one better or worse than last, was it last week's? Yeah, Twilight. Twilight. That was uh, Dark Side, Brainiac. Uh, right, the, the double, triple cross. Yeah. The old triple cross. Bunch of new Genesis stuff that I kind of didn't give a shit about. Yeah. It's... 
that one was such a big jumbled mess. Like there were things that I liked. The big dumb cliffhanger where the the asteroid is in the shape of Brainiac's right. head. That is so stupid that I loved it. <laughs> yeah. But moments like that felt kind of few and far between. I right. think I would give it to this one. I don't I, know. I concur. All right. Also, I don't. Not for nothing. Uh, uh, I don't think you needed that double cross. Yeah. I think Darkseid and Superman having to team up to fight Brainiac would have been a pretty cool story because they hate each other. Yeah. yeah. And, but you kind of made it safe. You played it safe by having them be like, no, we're all going to triple cross, double cross. I, I mean, I also, I don't buy... I, I mean, you know, it's 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 dark side. He's he's always gonna double cross everybody eventually. But I don't think I don't I think having dark side double cross Superman would have been enough. I think it turning out that dark side and Brainiac were in cahoots the whole time, mm. just like yeah, that doesn't feel right for dark side, especially since it played dark side as as the junior partner, as like being afraid that Brainiac. He actually says, in exchange for sparing Apocalypse, that doesn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. I don't see Darkseid being like, please, Mr. Android, don't assimilate my planet. Yeah. Like, I think he would be too proud for that. Yeah. But, I don't know. But, all right. But in that case, that is going to place Tabula Rasa at the new number seven spot. Just below the enemy below and just above Twilight. So yeah, top ten episode. Okay. I'm I'm feeling all right about that. Yeah. And let's see what we're going to be doing next week. Next week we've got Only a Dream. I don't remember this one at all. I just clicked for a second on on the Netflix where I've been watching it. And I saw just for the briefest of seconds uh, a lady's face that looked like Volcana. I don't know if that's her or not. I forgot about her. Right? (laughs) But that's who it looked like. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't she on an island? Yeah, I think the last time we saw her, she was still on the island. It was a prison island, but an island nonetheless. It was a nice tropical Superman would show up. and Yeah. She she looked good. She seemed happy. Seemed happy. And also, not for nothing, my headcanon was always, because she can fly. So my headcanon was always, she's just pretending to be trapped there. Like, as soon as Superman leaves, she's like, fuck it, I'm going to Rio. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Just, yeah, pretending. (laughs) I like that idea. I don't know. We'll find out in two weeks. All right. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K, places that no longer exist. Edit it out. Fuck it. That was muscle memory from (laughs) years of doing these before... Everything got ruined. Yeah, it's X now, right? It's not Twitter. Yeah, and I finally deleted it from my phone. I was gonna say I don't think you're even on that. I, I'm, I, I didn't. My account is still there. I have not been posting, and I deleted the app from my phone. It's the silliest thing, is that for, for the longest time, I could lie to myself and say, well, yes, a different asshole billionaire owns it now, but does does it really matter? Does it make a difference to my end user experience? And then he rebranded, and just seeing that ugly black logo every time, like, no. Yeah. This is not the Bluebird that he's, I've been using for 10 years. so in love with that 90s cyberpunk matrix. Jeez. So in love with it. Elon Musk would have just... He belongs in that that timeline, that Jesus. hacker... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Mid-90s yeah. to late 90s. I don't want to think about it anymore. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find me at twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. 
and you can always find the two of us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings. If you have a recommendation for a Days of Our Lives podcast, yeah. leave us a voice message. We'll watch it. I texted Ben. I said, I'll watch one. Yeah, sure. fuck it. <laughs> uh, if you have an extra one, five, or ten dollars a month burning a hole in your pocket, send it our way, yeah. and uh, we're, we're, we're going to get gourmet cheeses to shred on Reggie's abs. Yeah. <laughs> you got to see them. They're great. Oh, man. <laughs> And you can join us in two weeks for Only a Dream. Bye, everybody. Bye.